Hello and welcome to Barbatos Catholic Podcast, the show where three Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. We are your hosts, Gustavo and Walter, and today we are going to talk about Epiphany. But first, a word from our sponsor. Tacos, tacos, tacos! Now that I have your attention, did you know that hashtag Taco Tuesdays doesn't just have to be on Tuesdays? You can make it hashtag taco every day with Don Taco Mobile Taco Stand. If you're looking for the best tacos in the valley, look no further. Let Don Taco cater your next event, whether it's a birthday party, baby shower, quinceañera, or a wedding. They will bring you the most delicious tacos with the freshest of ingredients. Do you like tacos de birria? They got them. Tacos de asada? Treat yourself. Tripas, cabeza? Guys, they got them. Book them today. Go to dontacocatering.com for more information. You can also follow them on Instagram at DontacoMTS. And now, to the show. Um, this is quite a tasty beverage you prepared. You. Thank you, thank you. Um, this is very dangerous because um, we're, we're, right now we're drinking a French mudslide, which is um, slightly different from the, your regular mudslide. Um which is equal parts vodka, Bailey's, and um, Kahlua. But this one is instead of vodka because I didn't. I, mm-hmm. I usually don't have vodka handy, so I use brandy, mm-hmm. and it works. It, it doesn't totally even taste works. like brandy. Well, it's because I think the Kahlua overpowers it. Oh, for sure. You know, but it's. Still pretty boozy. There's a little kick at the end. You're supposed to drink it like straight up and serve it like a martini mm-hmm. kind of, but you know, I feel like some dilution helps. It's it's great. I feel that it would go very well after a hefty Christmas dinner. Oh, for sure. You know, kind of like a sobremesa. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, you know, I was I was trying to find a cocktail that was like a dessert in a nightcap, all rolled up in one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when I made this, I was like, "This is dangerous." Mm-hmm. I think I had to the other night, and I slept pretty well. <laughs> it, it was it's kind of interesting. But um, we had coquitos. Have you ever had coquitos? I just the only reference that I have from coquito is um, um, this is gonna sound so dumb, but you know the musical in the Heights. I've heard about it. I haven't watched it. There's a specific musical number called Carnaval de Barrio, mm-hmm. where they talk about their memories about Christmas in Puerto Rico. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And, the, and there's is. a line that says, that, but all the coquito would flow. Uh-huh. They, they just mentioned that the, the coquito would flow. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, it's probably like a coconut water coconut water beverage. Well, it was something. flowing during New Year's at, at, at my wife's family's place. Her brother-in-law is from Puerto Rico. Okay. And he brought... A pretty significant size bottle, I would say, and but it's, it's rum based. It's rum based, yeah. I I think the recipe is like like coconut milk, condensed milk, <coughs> evaporated milk, um, rum, spice rum. Uh, goes better with spice rum, he said. Um, nutmeg and and cinnamon sticks, and it's like served chilled, and it's so good. We were like downing it like in little shot glasses. Okay. And it was a bunch of us. It was like eight of us drinking it, but it was 
it was a nice it, it felt like a dessert is it one of those things shot. that you can make like a batch drink totally yeah and then just como una jarra de piña colada exactly yeah <laughs> that's what my family would do for celebrations they would make a, a picture of vampiros yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know, vampiros are basically tequila with squirt. It's like a paloma, but with tajin mm. mixed in, which is weird. <laughs> oh, no, and sangrita. Sangrita. Uh-huh. Right? Which is like a weird mixer that is kind of like chamoy with like orange. And it's yeah, like and biscuits. like spices. Uh-huh. I, th- th- those never got into those. And a big picture of piña colada because why not? <laughs> You know, breaking out the cans of uh, coconut cream and totally and the uh, humix, mm-hmm. pineapple juice. Um, that's so funny. I, I was actually going to tell you that um, for Christmas dinner, we finally had like a, it, it felt like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because um, my my parents and my sisters were in town for, uh, for Christmas and you know, they were like, oh, tamales is for recalentado mm-hmm. the day after. I'm like, okay, whatever. What do you want to have for dinner? I was like, oh, let's just make a turkey. I'm like, I'm not making a turkey. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gustavo. <laughs> Boston Market, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They had like a really good, like, it, it was a turkey breast. Oh, sweet. Pre-cooked. Um, and it came out pretty good once it was heated in the in the oven. And they had all the fixing, like the stuffing. And uh, so mashed potatoes. So you bought it pre-cooked. Yeah. It was already like ready to just plunk in the oven. Yeah, we cheated and then we just like warmed up. Because, you know, we... Well, it well, works because you had a busy week. Yeah, and we went so, to Flag on yeah. the 23rd to the Snow Park, which is like, yeah. fantastic. Dude, that totally works when you have family in town yeah. to kind of like cater it to a degree, right? Yes. That's awesome. We come with rolls and a pumpkin pie. I mean... It, it was good for everybody. Well, the price of turkeys this year, I think you end up paying the same amount. <laughs> if, I mean, it, we ended up dropping like a hundred bucks. It was, for everybody, it was pricey though if you're cooking from scratch. I mean, turkeys were ex- stupidly expensive this year. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know, so I ate the bones. I, <laughs> I ate the bones. It, was too, bone it was too pricey. <laughs> That's funny. We need the calcium. We're going to mash these into a powder. But daddy, I can't chew through this. I don't care. Suck it until it's dry. (laughs) Get all the marrow out of there. That is that is funny. All the cartilage. Yeah. That's really good for you. Um but yeah, and then um you know, we made tortas with the turkey the day after and uh, you know, Mm -hmm. had all the tomatoes that um to our heart's content. And I think there's still some in the freezer. From the tamale store. Yeah. Which is really good. We actually defrosted a couple <clears throat> for tomorrow. We still have some too, so. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, um, I still have like the pumpkin pie tamales. I oh, I haven't tried those. those. So, but, um, they have like this weird like cornbread and Colby Jack. Not recommendable. Really? It's not good. Yeah, it's a hit and miss with some of those tamales. I, I appreciate the effort and the originality behind it. But sometimes, I mean. I, I just want back back to basics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like and the basics they cover like pretty well. Mm-hmm, they do. You know. Um but when the when when we try to get out of like the canon, you know, like the standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's it's kind of like when they did the chipotle or like the mole tamales, uh-huh. it can be it's kinda yeah. hit or miss. 
yeah. depends on the batch that you get as well. I had quite a breakthrough this this Christmas season where I ate tamales with potatoes and carrots in them and really didn't taste all that different without them that with them. So I was like, the key is to be really drunk when you eat them. <laughs> that way you or uh, or really hungry. Really hungry. Yeah. Yeah, that's or true. both. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> uh speaking of really hungry and, and and really drunk um when we were in flag we uh after the kids uh, we were all in the snow park which is pretty cool they have like their own um home uh, not homemade man-made snow if there's not enough snow yeah. on the ground for like the runs and they give you they provide the uh the sleds, the right? sleds mm -hmm. which is kind of like a big donut um <laughs> So we had a lot of fun, and then we went to Grand Canyon Brewery and Distillery. Ooh, I gotta go there. It's very recommendable, but the um, the distillery in, in, um, especially has a they have a gin which is pretty good. Which between Christmas and, and New Year's, we have been <laughs> consuming quite a bit of the of their gin, and it's made with like local mm -hmm. botanicals of Arizona. Um, Super tasty. It made really good French 75s for New Year's. Mm -hmm. And um, and they have, and I, I, this was more like a, a impulse buy because they saw they have like a single malt um, whiskey mm -hmm. called Campfire Smoke. It's very, Ooh. very smoky. Um, made an old-fashioned with it. It's pretty oh, good. Um, I still, it has like the number of the bottle with Sharpie in oh, the really? back. Such a small Well, you can get a small batch as that, yeah. Yeah. And they make it in Williams, so that's pretty good if you are ever in northern Arizona. Now, Grand Canyon Brewery, they, they also do beer, right? They do beer as well, yeah. So I think I had, or is it, no, that's the Flagstaff one. Lumberyard? Lumberyard, yes. Lumberyard is pretty good, but we decided to go with uh, yeah. with Grand Canyon because it was on the way into yeah. town in the Airbnb. Yeah. Um, which it was insane because then on the way back, we needed to drive in a storm, in a snowstorm. Dude. It was kind of crazy, but, you know, thanks be to God. We made it. It, it was all right. We went to mass and then, you know, your family got sick mm -hmm. before Christmas. Yep. We got sick, like, during Christmas. Yep. So it, it's it's getting everybody now. You know, there's Omnicron or whatever it's called. Omnicorn. Omnicorn. <laughs> As Mr. Walsh calls it. Um, Excuse me. Um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, it's just the season, I guess. Yeah. It was very sad the other day that I texted you that 99.9, December 26th, like, stopped oh, broadcasting yeah, Christmas music. Yeah. Like, we're, we're still playing some Christmas music. Um, and uh, today that we are recording is uh, Monday, January 3rd. 3rd. And oddly enough, were you surprised yesterday when you went to mass that we were celebrating Epiphany? I kind of like already knew um, that they had moved it. Okay. I don't remember when they started doing that, though, because we always celebrated on the 6th. And I think either... I don't remember in the 10 years that I've lived here. I think so. Moving Epiphany before the 6th. Oh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's always a movable feast, but not before. It's always after, right? Well, this time they did it like January second. Mm -hmm. um, so when we were like 
chatting is like they robbed us three days of Christmas. Yeah, like, dude. It's twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, man. dude. I'm not. I'm not ready for Rosca yet. I'm. I'm pretty full from Christmas still in New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I went to buy pan dulce yesterday, and they had like slices of Rosca. They didn't have like the whole thing because it's not Cesar Reyes or January yeah, yeah, yeah. 6th. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it it was kind of funny to go to the carniceria and, and be like, wait a minute. Yeah. The what? carniceria doesn't go with the USCCP. Apparently <laughs> didn't get the memo or something. So <laughs> or they're revolting against it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. Aquí es el 6. Yeah. And that's how I remember it. Like grow, growing up in Nogales, it was like, all we always did as a 6th. It's kind of like the Mother's Day, right? Mother's Day in Mexico, it's always the 10th. May 10th. May 10th. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we always celebrate it on the 6th. Because that's like 12 days after the 25th. So that's kind of Yeah, like no, it, it makes sense. And uh, and it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, right? Mm -mm. Oh, so no. You would just like get together. And mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like changing Valentine's Day. You know, yeah. <laughs> it'd be weird. Now it's the 13th. Like, yeah, right. It's not February 14th anymore. <laughs> now it's going to be the Sunday before like the 14th. It's like, why? I don't know. Just because we can sell more chocolate. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. More balloons. Um, Regardless, we're having Rosca on the 6th. So you want to come? Oh, that, that, that'd be fun, yeah. actually. Um, for those that don't know, Rosca Reyes is... Uh, this it, it, this bread that we have that is shaped as a circle or an oval rather yeah and um it it kind of like a brioche brioche um mm -hmm. orange tasting orange tasty and uh, like soft and uh with like dried fruit dried fruit on like top. to adorn it right yeah to decorate it like the conchas yeah sugary the conchas thing sugary on top, thing which i always go for and also well that's the best part it, yeah I, I didn't used to be partial to the dried fruit. I always like would skip it like a cold, right? I was like, no, I'm you going would run to, away from I it. I would run away from it like big time. Now it's like, oh, dried fruit. This is making a lot more sense. This counts as a portion of fruit for the day. Yeah, you get your vitamin C, <laughs> you know, from it. I mean, in fruit, sweetie, what? It's like, oh, I know. The bread underneath, whatever. Well, yeah, and the fruit is like <laughs> covered in sugar. Well, yeah, it's freeze-dried in sugar or yeah. something like that. Um, especially if it had figs, you know, or you have like the candy oh, cherries. the figs are the best. They're pretty mm -hmm. good. I think I, I still have a dried fruit from last year that I... Maybe yeah, you baked the Roscas the Roscas, homemade. Uh -huh. Not gonna happen this year. No, um, but the because you're already late. <laughs> yeah, I'm already late. First, according to the USCCB. Yeah, and <laughs> but um, the tradition is to put baby Jesus, plastic baby Jesus, inside, mm -hmm. depending on the side of the rosca and how many people are yeah. partaking. Usually, you would have like what three, three, uh, and uh, the gist of it is like you caught a piece of your rosca that is like sizable enough that you're going to eat mm -hmm. um, well it has to be here here's the here's portion. the here's the how i size my portion it has to be small enough that i don't look like a glutton you know but uh -huh. big enough to comfortably fit it into your chocolate cup hot that's chocolate true cup. you know so you, you care about what people think want to be dunking it yeah but not a lot that you're going to, it's not going to be practical. So it's both practical Correct. and appearance. And appearance, uh, of course. 
<laughs> we are Catholic after all. So uh, I know a little bit of Catholic guilt uh, showing up in there. But, um, dude, I know people like in Monterrey. But the thing is, like, if you find if you find baby Jesus in your slice. Yeah, you got to do the tamalada. Yeah, you're supposed to. On, like, on candle mass. Make or buy. Or buy. Tamales for for everybody that was participating in that party mm-hmm. on February 2nd. There's people like in the workplaces and offices mm-hmm. that I've known that like swallow <laughs> the that is plastic not true. Piece. That cannot be true. It's, they want to avoid having to throw a party. Okay, but you, you're going to have like a double bypass I mean, to remove the baby Jesus from your gut. It'll, it'll eventually That's come not. out, you know? <laughs> But they go <laughs> through those extents, which I don't know, man. I don't know if I. Uh, I mean, the worst that's happened to me is that I maybe like chipped a tooth or something because it's so because hard. Of baby Jesus. Yeah, but I give it away when I'm like, mm, oh, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. like Corona. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's kind of like the the tradition um, of yep. Rosca Reyes and. Uh, I mean, it's it's it, you, you, by the time that this comes out, it's going to be Tuesday, the fourth. So this is more like a recap of. It's very timely for people that celebrate it on the sixth. You that's can true. still you go still ahead and do it. A couple of days to go to your local so, carniceria and. Uh, oh, they'll have them for sure. Yeah. So the other thing, do you guys do the uh, Epiphany door blessing? Uh yes, I think we skipped last year for whatever reason. We just wear like. Mateo was no Diana was still pregnant. Yeah, but um, why don't you tell us more about? Yeah, it? so we started doing it maybe three four years back, um, and we did it like that was like the gathering, right? So we we had people over and we had Rosca Reyes and I think we had tamales that time. I don't remember. Yeah, and um, and then we invited like uh, a friend priest so they could do the door blessing um, and. So basically what it is, is like you, you get the chalk blessed by a priest. And um, a lot of parishes have been doing it kind of like collectively now, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of, maybe not a couple of years, three years ago, I think we did it with the Knights of Columbus as like an initiative for the Knights. And so we got like. Was that you? Yeah. With like the holder? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty yeah, neat. So, so we came up with that idea of, of, of just printing out like a holder for the chalk made out of like cardboard or something. And, and we printed on it all the instructions and the, the prayers that you got us. It's not like a long ceremony, yeah, it's, right? It's just it's like, like a five minute thing. It's like that. a five minute thing. And, and, and so we took them and the, the priest blessed and we distributed them people leaving for masses for that weekend. So they can plan to do it on epiphany, right? Yeah. If it didn't land on a on Sunday. The sixth. So on the sixth, as it should be. <laughs> so basically what it is, is like you kind of like bless your house for that year, you know, and, and, and you can Google this and you can find out the meaning, but we'll just like tackle it real quick. It's basically 20 plus C plus M plus B plus the year, the, the, year, the current year, like 2022 would be this year. And essentially what it is, is like 2022, it kind of like encapsulates the the letters, mm-hmm. C and B, which are the first letters of the three wise men, mm-hmm. um, Gaspar, Mel- Melchior, and Balthasar, right? Mm-hmm. But in it also has like a secondary meaning, which is uh, Christus Mansion in Benedictum, which means in Latin, 
make Christ, Christ bless this house or this home. Oh. So it's pretty cool. You know, I think um, liturgical li living is, is a great way of like fomenting the faith, especially when you have little ones, you know, to make them part of, of all of these traditions because they're always going to have the food and the celebrations and the presents and the, all this, right. That yeah. kind of sometimes obscure the actual meaning of the season, but uh, epiphany kind of like for us is like, okay, we really try to be intentional about living the 12 days of Christmas. And this is right. kind of like putting a, a bow on it. Right. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's something that you can do with your little ones and to tie it up, mm -hmm, to tie it up. Um, and it's another excuse to just have more food. So, That's true. It, and um, I think there was a there was a year that uh, we went to your place and uh, Oliver didn't get the baby Jesus, but wanted to be in the picture. So bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Carolina did this. Uh, um, I think we did a game. No, no. The people who got the baby Jesus. They had crowns. They had crowns. Right. Like with each of the uh, initials on them. Yeah. I, didn't remember, I still have that photo. But Oliver was like baby, baby. And <laughs> yeah, he was so young. But he wanted to be in the picture of the day. We, we took like that picture and then a picture with Oliver <laughs> yeah. because he wanted to be there. I was like, oh, I remember, yeah. And I think we gave like every every one of them like a book. Of the oh, three that's people right. That yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and you didn't hold them accountable to uh, uh, make the tamalada. <laughs> well, like, I mean. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I mean, this, this is not. No, I, I'm still. Thing, oh, I'm going to hold it against their heads all, all their lives. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> That's really funny. Um, so, um, did you. Do you give the girls presents or gifts on. Um, that the Magi take for them? No. Um, Because in Monterrey, it was like, you know, say, Nick, you put your shoe under that, the tree. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Monterrey, you yeah. put your shoe out on for the window the, or whatever. For Los Terreyes, no? And sometimes it would be like a candy bar or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I think Very they, small. My parents did that with us like once or twice. Okay. Um, But no, we we do the same Nick, which is the putting the shoes out. But no, mm -hmm. for three wise men, for Epiphany, we just do the Rosca. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I did have friends though that like got like actual presents. Like when I was ones. growing out, yeah. When I was growing up, it was like, dude, what the hell? Christmas already happens. Like, not for me. It ain't still going on, bro. You know, in Mexico City, Reyes Magos is like it's like a it's big bigger thing. than Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, I think it's genius because you know everything is discounted after totally. Christmas. Yeah. So. And then people go take pictures with the three wise men mm -hmm. in like plazas and stuff like that. So like actual people, right? Yeah. There's like actual people playing yeah, the like, wise men. You know, actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel your amigo. But um, I was I was trying to look for something that I read this morning while I was in in the chapel. Um, the office of readings for. January 3rd has a, a sermon from uh, or by St. Peter Chrysologus. Chrys yeah, Chrysologus. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought it was interesting and fitting for the, uh, the gifts that the Magi bring uh, to Jesus and Mary, um, which I was talking to Diana about it. And after I told her the meaning of the gifts, 
She was like, oh, I already knew that. I'm like, me, 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 me. But um, maybe you who are listening do not know about the meaning of these gifts. And uh, let's see. Um, today, the Magi gaze deep wonder. Um, one second. He's looking at his phone. He's not having the stroke. Yeah. For you listeners out there. <laughs> My goodness, it is a very small reading. Why can I find it? All right, I took it in my notes, but I wanted to read it so I sound a little bit more informed. Yeah. But um, basically what um, he was saying, oh, there it is. Um, Today, the Magi gaze in deep wonder. This is Peter Chrysologus, not me. Today, the Magi gaze in deep wonder at what they see. Heaven on earth, earth in heaven, man in God, God in men. One whom the whole universe cannot contain, now enclosed in a tiny body. As they look, they believe and do not question, as their symbolic gifts bear witness. Incense for God, gold for a king, mm-hmm. myrrh for one who is to die. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, sometimes Ian and I make the joke that's like, okay, well, thanks for the gifts for a newborn, you know, <laughs> gold. <laughs> Which will probably, it's a choking hazard. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably going to be good, right? They're going to get some money out of it. They're going to put it to use and maybe buy some mm-hmm. place. It's the gold. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, incense? Come on. For a baby, what's a baby gonna do with incense? I mean, maybe it smelled bad in the cave where they were mm-hmm. because Anthony Malero, but uh, you know. Uh, and then the myrrh is like, really, myrrh? Yeah. What am I gonna do? Is but <laughs> you know the the actual meanings of or like significance of the of the gifts having gold for a king, um, incense um, being that. Um, Christ is also the priest. Um, but is God. But is God as well. So, mm-hmm. so the prayers go to mm-hmm. God, like mm-hmm. the incense rises to the heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then myrrh was a spice that was used to embalm people who that passed away. Passed away. Yep. Um, so. Yeah, it was, it was, um, I almost had like a, one of those moments where you try to, be the smart one and then you it really blows up in your face oh do tell because we were at mass at um, our hometown in Nogales. okay and and the priest was one of these priests that kind of like asks the congregation in order oh. to get like a response dude that's Not, like really mixing it's like a show and tell kind of thing yeah funnily enough though this was the whitest priest you would ever find in Nogales. <laughs> <laughs> the wisest? The whitest. He wasn't Mexican priest. Oh, That's what I was whitest. trying to say. Yeah. So it is a very Mexican thing for a priest to be calling out like the congregation is like, a ver, pusieron atención. I know. You know, we had those growing up and my dad would like try to sit us as far away from the front <laughs> as possible. Um, anyway, and and he was like um, poising this question, right? Gold? And he would wait for somebody 
not to yell it out, but to see if the people were engaged. Uh-huh. And he wasn't like just like waiting for it. He would be like, "All right, yeah, gold," because it's he's a king. Yeah. And then um, frankincense, and I almost like blurted out like for a priest, which is also accurate, but it's mostly because of the deity aspect of Christ. Okay. Right. And and he said it's because he's God. I'm like. That's what I was going to say, but I, I, I kind of like mouthed under my breath priest because <laughs> I was thinking about I was thinking about priest, prophet and king. Yeah. You know, that's what I went to. But I guess but but for the for the gold is for the king and frankincense is, is because of the deity aspect of God of Christ and myrrh is because he was going to die for our sins and be our savior. Mm. You know, so I was like, that's awesome. Okay. Now I know that even more now because I thought I knew that. So it's not priest, prophet, and king. No, God, King, and, and our, the Savior. And Savior. The fact that He died for our sins make us our, His, our Savior. Essentially, that's how we poised it. And He had like a really good way of like wrapping it all together because He started talking about how, um, like a web telescope. I think it's gonna and okay. launch on Christmas. I think. And it's going to start sending images like in six months. Um, that'll tell us a little bit more about the origins of the Big Bang. Oh, okay. And he was like, I'm like, okay, where is this going? And he kind of like brought it back to the fact that um, we have to pay attention to both the book of science, you know, because God created the world and uh-huh. everything that's in it. And he gave us the the capacity, the mental capacity to figure out all these things, like to send like telescopes or like satellites to space. So to develop you know, sciences. To develop sciences and for us to understand, because the more we understand where we came from, the more we can understand who we are. And well, but he also understand God, the creator of the universe. Correct. And that's kind of like how he brought it back. Is like it's good to rely and understand the book of science, but ultimately you have to rely and trust in the word of God. And he was pointing to like the 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 missile mm. where, where they read the readings at mass. Right. And um, so I thought that was really a great way of like encompassing everything. And obviously he blurted out the word tamales in, the, <laughs> in okay. his, in his very American accent, you know, we got to celebrate those traditions. He said, Wait, hang on. Is this Nogales, Arizona? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, it's like the diocese of Tucson. Got it. So, uh, awesome. For some reason, priest. I thought that you crossed the border and went to Nogales, Mexico. No, no. I should have made that clear. Oh. Yeah. Just make I always it. think people know what I'm thinking. What? Well, a lot of people maybe don't know that there are two Nogales. Yeah. It's like the same name, except it's in it's a two border. different co- countries. <laughs> yeah, it's border towns, yeah. essentially. Uh-huh. But, um, okay. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, we um because we were still um quarantining because uh we got covid we were you watching, too yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> who, who hasn't gotten the omnicorn um if you haven't get it it's the best <laughs> if, um, if you're gonna get one get, get omnicorn. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah just whatever it's very fashionable yeah. um thanks be to god we're kind of yeah. out of it not 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 to Make jokes. I mean, I know right. there's, there's people that serious. definitely yeah. got sick. So, um, not not to say that we're gonna have COVID 
parties to con contagion. Not anymore. Not no. anymore. Not no, anymore. We're done with those. No, After that last one, that was a disaster. <laughs> Talk about a super spreader event. Okay, we're done with this joke. Sorry, people. People are gonna be like, yeah, I know. these mother. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the TV mass from the cathedral in the diocese of Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Um, it was Father Andrew McNair, I think is his name. But he has a, a legit fro. Oh, Have nice. you seen him? No. Are they still transmitting from St. Thomas? Uh, from St. Simon and Jude. Oh, they're back now? Yeah. Okay. Um, at, at least this, this Sunday they were. But he, it was very distracting, one, because he has a fro. That's awesome. And, and it's really cool. Like, mm -hmm. he takes care of it. Does he have one of those like hairpins? No, no, not not in during mass. He oh, might afterwards. Right. Oh. There's only one way to find out. I think he's the parochial vicar at the cathedral now. But the 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 man exudes peace. It's mm -hmm. fantastic, and his preaching is pretty good. So if you have the time to go online and look up his homily, it, it's pretty good. Um, I don't want to butcher it because I remember very little of it, but I just wanted to say that he has an amazing fro, and that's basically yeah. the point that I wanted to make. <laughs> that's what I learned this Sunday. He, that we have a we have a priest that has a fro. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm the worst. He habló muy bonito, pero el pelo magnífico. Captivante, captivante. Um, all right. Well. Do, do you have anything else to say about Epiphany before nope. we move on? I think um, it's a it's a great way of to to circle down the the twelve days of Christmas. I really encourage people to take advantage. And like that priest said in Nogales, you know, it's like it's really important for us to celebrate these traditions and really pass them down to our kids because mm -hmm. it's it's super important to to just like um, first of all celebrate uh, our faith and also really make long lasting memories and traditions that, that our kids can, can be proud of and look forward to every year Yeah. on top of the presents, which that's always going to be the, the number, the number one, the go-to for kids. Right. But traditions are super important, especially in, in our culture, you know, that, that we carry them through and, and really make, um, make them, give them the weight that they deserve. So, yeah, I agree. Um, well, uh, we should have probably, Uh, pointed out the elephant in the room earlier, but you know we just got into the topic. Um, you are probably uh, wondering where is the third uh, Mexican dad? Mexican dad um, that usually sits with us to talk about these topics. And uh, Ivan, um, throughout this uh, few weeks of the holidays, has uh, had some really cool life opportunities mm -hmm. things that are very exciting for him and uh he has decided that um he wants to step down from from the podcast which we are very sad about it but we are also very excited about to totally the, the things that are happening uh for him and uh and on taco mobile taco stand a proud sponsor of Barbados Catholic podcast mm -hmm. so you'll probably keep hearing his uh voice doing the uh The, the, the ad mm -hmm. for for 
Don Taco as a sponsor of the podcast. Um, but Ivan, we we wish you the best of the best in um, in this next phase that you have in your life um, with this uh, new project. And you know that we love you, and uh, and that we love that you were part of our battles for um, the time that you were with us recording and uh and you were an amazing part of it you know i think it's um it's bittersweet but like walter said you know new year new opportunities and we're definitely praying for for you and your whole family and your and your endeavors and and yeah if you can continue to support the podcast with with your advertising and, and tacos and tacos that will always be accepted and appreciated my friend yeah Um, and for our listeners, we, we want to thank you as well for the, the support that we gotten from you. Um, so Gustavo and I uh, have some planning to do uh, for this upcoming year. Um, we were already uh, thinking about some making some changes to, to the podcast. Um, next week, actually, we are releasing our first ever guest. Mm -hmm. in the podcast which we recorded back in december so you'll get a ivan. chance to hear ivan and on, mm -hmm. on that one um and i won't give away who is the the first guest of barbatos but we're gonna try to have especially now that's only gonna be the two of us to um to bring on uh more people to get different perspectives and in. different topics too you yeah. know want to explore I know we know everything, and that's <laughs> awesome. But we want to give some other people the opportunity to teach us, try to teach us something. Right. <laughs> try to. You're teach welcome, us people. My goodness, <clears throat> you're so smug. <laughs> um, but yeah, if um, if you want to, um, you know, be the if, if you are a Mexican dad and you're Catholic. And you live in North Phoenix, and you want to audition to be a, a yeah. co-host. We can talk about it if you're interested in yeah, podcasting, yeah. or if you want to be on. You know, it's going to be like um, the, the the Joe Rogan experience that is like, oh, you need to talk to someone. Yeah, you need to talk to this guy. Yeah, and we just keep bringing people yeah. on and on. Yeah, on the, yeah. On send the send Catholic. send them our way. You know, just DM us on Instagram or through the email. And which, by the way, we're going to take a little bit longer to respond to that now that this. We have a third of the crew mm -hmm. um, less. So um, please bear with us in this period of transition. Yep. And um, I think that's about it for this episode. That's it, man. Yeah. We want to thank you for listening to this episode of Robato's Catholic Podcast, the show where now two Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. Um, if you like the podcast or got something out of this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, like, comment, rate, and review if you haven't. If you're feeling extra generous, you can buy us a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash barbatos and follow the instructions. If you buy us a coffee, you automatically get a shout out in one of our episodes. And um, this episode's shout out goes to Carlos Garcia, who bought us coffee. There you which, go, Carlos. Yeah, way to go, dude. Thank you, brother. Um, thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. And if you don't like the podcast, well, just keep it to yourself and let others make their own mistakes. You can uh, find the show notes for this episode at barbatoscatholicpodcast.com. And on social media, we are on Instagram at barbatoscatholicpodcast. Bless us, Alanis Casey. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. Until the next time.